have to have to do more research. Thanks. <laughs> hey, that's that's what we're here for to mm-hmm. enliven the people mm-hmm. and enlighten them and make them do homework. But you do I have said email. In I said enliven. Oh, in that was a. I think that. Well, it was a, it was an inside joke. I think that was oh. an office joke. Did I get that from the office? I don't know. <sighs> it's been a long day. I can't remember every bit of the office today, which every sucks. Of Anywho, <laughs> most of it, obviously, it's like ingrained in my bloodstream. But I think it's in Laven, and I have to remember where. If you know where, listener, let me know because I know it comes from somewhere. <laughs> FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm wow. T. Sterling Watson. <laughs> and I am Courtney, I guess. <laughs> This is the Indu Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is March. I almost said every other month except March because <laughs> I forgot what it was for a second. Um, this is episode number 96. We are fast, quickly approaching uh, the big centennial. Wait, does that work for this? Centennial? Uh, no, that's not. That's a different word. Centennial. Okay. Maybe centennial, I think. Right? Centicast. I don't know. Um, sure. Yeah, I'm just making up words. No, right? You're confusing me. And I'm, I'm the word person. I know. I know. Well, we're both word people. Word nerds. Word nerds for life. I hope you mm-hmm. put up a gang sign just now. I did. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, actually, the gang sign we probably would be using is something in sign language. So. Right. Obviously. Yeah. So we can sign our words. Duh. Exactly. Exactly. Probably. Yeah. Either words or maybe some kind of letters or something. We'll figure that out. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll work that out <laughs> for for the future. Um. So yeah, how you been? Pretty good, I would say. I uh, can't really complain too much, uh, and if I did, it wouldn't matter. So. Yeah, well, you know, good. you know, I'm listening. You know, I care. I know. I know you care. All right. Thanks. I know it. Thank you. Thank you. I said, how are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am well. I was uh, slightly distracted getting started with the, with this particular show uh, because I received some mail. Um, I got Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which I had been patiently waiting for. So I can watch it on my Blu-ray. Nice. Yes. Awesome. And I did the nerdiest thing ever. And you should probably already know what this is because I told you about it. And it's like okay. one of the things I was having nerdgasms about telling you when you go see this movie, which I know you've seen it. And um, once I received the DVD in the mail, I ripped it open like a savage and then gently peeled off the plastic of, you know, keeping the protect whatever. I'm skipping ahead to popping the D- the Blu-ray into my player and mm-hmm. I hit play, then I hit pause, and then play again so I can watch it frame by frame the very first minute when it shows you Columbia Pictures and uh, Marvel and I think Pascal Pictures. But just the way that that's animated and just mm-hmm. kind of the how those titles or those 
company logos are, are all kind of going through the dimensions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, and I'm going to say this now. This is this is already I it's it's paid its price or or I've, I've got my money's worth already because mm-hmm. in the Columbia pictures, if you go frame by frame mm-hmm. where there's the, the torch lady, they torch lady, torch lady. What's the torch lady? Uh, um, like at the beginning of Columbia pictures, there's a lady standing with the torch. She's like holding her toga or whatever. Oh, and there's yes. Columbia behind her and there's mm-hmm. clouds and everything. They replaced the, the lady with a banana. <laughs> really? Or one frame. Yes. That is so great. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, of course, I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to pause it. I'm only going to send it to you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tweet it. Not for like mm-hmm. a while. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be like one of those Easter eggs. And there's, there's mm-hmm. millions of them in this movie. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's more than one Stan Lee cameo in this movie too, by the way, which I did not know. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. There's like at least five of them. So and there's a special feature all about five? it. Five. Yeah. What? Yeah. Special yeah, you... feature on the on the Blu-ray. Yes. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Cap- and... Oh my gosh. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Of course, there's multiple Stanley cameos because they can easily just put them in there. This what? is true. This is very true. And I mean, there's no way I think I would have able to find them because, like, I wasn't even looking there. But they're talking about how there's so many Easter eggs in this, and. I, oh my gosh! I can't I, wait. Oh yeah, my gosh! It's, it's it's amazing. I'm I'm over the moon. I suppose if if you take it back to some sayings when they used to say that, but I'm <laughs> just nerding out. And let me calm down a little bit. <sighs> no, I don't have to because you know it's this is this is where my my flag flies high and and <laughs> crap. So right. they they did this for me. They're like, you know what? There is some 33 year old boy out there who you know is going to love the things that we're doing in this and mm-hmm. here i am so nice thank- oh yes. i'm so excited yes and you can you can rest assured that you'll probably be getting like random text message from you and like oh look at this or not look at this but like oh they did this thing and then you'd be like oh and it's mm-hmm. probably just gonna make you jealous and i apologize in advance so <laughs> no apologies necessary I, i'm actually gonna um i'll I'll tell you off mic what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to try to hook you up with something. So I'll I'll tell you off mic with, with that. Okay. Is. So yeah. I am waiting. I am waiting with bated breath. Yes. In the meantime, there is some um, sad news I do have to relay. Okay. Um, I think it may have been. I don't think it was last episode. It was a few episodes ago. I talked about a way to combat. Uh, stink bugs mm-hmm. that, that I found um, online. How to set up a a lamp that's like pointing down at a bowl of water. Uh, I'm wondering if I may have missed a couple steps um, because I substituted a, substituted a bowl of water with a cup of water. Um, but I did find it to be working because there was a stink bug who like arose from the ashes or wherever it came from, and <laughs> it just you know started to terrorize me at first. But I'm like, nope, I have a plan. I turned on the stink bug light, turned off all the other lights, the TV. So all it was attracted to was, you know, the target. So the stink bug kind of just, you know, bumbles its way and knocks itself into, you know, areas to get to where the light is. And then just kind of casually walks over and walks around, checking out the place. Mm -hmm. Never actually makes it in the cup. Mm -hmm. So Jerk. Yeah, a bit of a jerk. And then I'm like, you know, I can't sit around and do this all night because I actually have to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I had to leave, came back home. The, the bug was nowhere to be found. It was not drowned in the cup. 
Um, I decided to turn on some TV and then it appeared on the TV. So I'm like, aha, there you are. So <laughs> what I did, I got like a, a paper or something and I scooped it off the screen into the cup of water mm-hmm. and then I put it back under the light. <laughs> <laughs> rather than try to kill it i'm just like you know i'm just gonna put it in, in here and then maybe it'll drown and Aww. then i'll just you know and i'll call it a win but in in quotation marks mm-hmm. that, um, that and then, works. yeah but that it's not where it ended because i because i came home to you know take a nap and then i woke up and it was gone it crawled out of the cup oh no <laughs> yeah i don't know where it is now so. hello he outsmarted you and he's probably gonna go he, tell all his buddies about you too probably because i thought um because i watched for a while and you stopped moving so i'm like okay you are drowned you're dead and i'm like haha i still won because you're no longer alive terrorizing me <laughs> and um i was wrong and now it's out and loose probably planning and plotting its vengeance and like you said just telling its other friends like now watch out there is this cup i don't know if they're colorblind but the cup is red so mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my mother even suggested, she's like, you know what? You should just get a bowl because that's what the original thing said to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a cup. Yeah, not a cup. Um, maybe I filled it up too high so he was able to actually grab some land. Maybe you're supposed to put soap in the water or, you know, I don't know. Something to make it a little more poisonous, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I thought about that too, but I'm like, I feel like if I put it in now while you're still swimming around in it, that's like torture rather than you just falling into the trap. Yeah. Ooh, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, do well, I've, I've heard ways like that of like trapping gnats because you know I love plants and so I in the summertime like gnats become almost unbearable because they're everywhere and mm-hmm. so I've, I've I know about these ways to trap them and I'm just like trapping them is one thing I want to prevent them altogether. Mm-hmm. Haven't found that one out yet. So listeners, if you have any suggestions for keeping the gnats and the noceums away from me and my plants? Please let me know. Gnats and what? Noceums. No. <laughs> Stop laughing. That's a real thing. Is that and the I name will of tell a you bug? why. No. Yes. It's it's like a gnat, but it's a noceum. It's basically a gnat. But that's the thing that we say here in the south. Um, it's just a noceum, like because you see them. But they're like in your face and you can't really catch them. And so they're mm. just a no see them. <laughs> I've never so heard that up. before. <laughs> well, now you have. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. I need to, I should write that down. Where is mm-hmm. my pen? Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of pens, I did buy a fidget pen, which I'm having a ball with. Um, it literally has a rolly ball on it. And um, it almost, I almost lost the ball because it's magnetized and it got stuck to something else. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just need to write that down before I forget the noceums. That's great. <laughs> I need to go like, that's the other thing now. I can't wait uh, after this to go ask other people. Like, um, like I'll probably have to go track down my grandmother and ask her if she's heard of noceums. <sighs> that's great. My mother, especially because, you know, she, you and her, they, you both share the thing about how much you love you know, little tiny bugs and spiders and things. So, oh my yeah. gosh, Ugh, and I'm seeing little little eight legged creatures a whole lot now that it's warming up and spring is is like tomorrow. So, and it really is tomorrow, guys. It is. Well, at the time, so, of recording, I guess yes. At the time of recording, it is officially tomorrow, and so the little critters are they're waking up and trying to come into my house, and I don't like that. They want to watch Spider Man with you whatever <laughs> are you going to deny them the yes 
actually. Yes, you don't even have to finish that. Yes, I am. What if it's the number 42 spider thing that, you know, crawls down that gets smiles? Um, that's not my problem. You can't live here. There are many other houses to choose from. Choose that one and not this one. Thanks. But you could have Slash, powers. Thanks, common management. You could have powers. Nope. You don't want powers. I don't want that those powers. Nope. 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 No, thank you. But the venom sting, like you can be like, I don't know, you can be like slap and then you it really stings somebody because they're like electrocuted. Uh, no, I don't thank know, you. I don't know why you'd be slapping. Well, I mean, I was going to say, I don't know why you're, you'd be slapping anyone, but I mean... With the way the world is today, you can just just go up like you are talking way too much and you're out of line and out of pocket and just I'm tired of your your nonsense, your mis, your massage. Oh, I can't even say the word now. Massage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to skip to the next word. Your racism, your, your bigotry. <laughs> Uh, you're talking down to me or women or black women and you know it's just slap with venom that's see now are you still are, can you reconsider getting nope. bitten by a ace? okay nope <sighs> no thanks all right i mean i'm nice try but no okay um as for an update for the last episode uh, when we listed all our things that we're petty about um, just keeping track of one of the things that uh, happens the most with us is the phone deaths. You've reported at least one to me. I've had two since the last episode we recorded. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. premature phone deaths. That's what that's the better way. To, yes, that's better. Right. Mm-hmm. And and again, if you haven't heard last episode, it's it's regarding I don't even want to, I should tell you, you should just go listen. But no, it's regarding <laughs> your phone dies at like 30% or 40, some ridiculously high number. And even when you texted me today, like the last one of the last texts you sent me, I had 30%. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not sure if I should respond right now. Because <laughs> it might just die on you. It might die. And it's it's terrible. It's it's terrible. I have that fear. And um, and it, it'll just drop down because maybe I listen to one song on Spotify and I'm like, whew, that took a lot of energy. Phone. Oh, I don't, I, don't <laughs> I do not get it. But I was also in the theater watching a motion picture, which we will be discussing a little later because uh, I don't know this movie. Captain um, Mavel, is it? Captain Marvel, perhaps? Marvel, that's what it is. Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, and juicy, gory details. So if you have <laughs> not seen it yet, then we will definitely give the warning ahead of time before we get into it. So, But also, what are you waiting for? Also, what are you waiting for? Like, right. literally get to it. Chop, chop. Yeah, my parents, at the time of recording, they are watching it right now. So hmm. kudos to them. Mm-hmm. I um, I was trying to set, trying to hook them up with a a list membership, but it was taking too long, and I, I had to keep bothering my dad about you know what email address and password, and like you know, I'll just do it later. But at least he's you know he's coming aboard. I believe my sister and I have um, convinced him of its benefits, and I feel like I'm going on making a, a a plug here for them, but I'm not getting paid. They're not a paid sponsor yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, you, you should, uh, t- talking to listeners out there, you, dear listener, dear Indubian, if you do not have an A-list membership, you should, uh, you know, think about it. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I like it. I do. Nice. Yeah. Do it. Listen to the man. Why don't you? Yeah, I, I won't steer you wrong, especially when it comes to movies. I'll give my honest, you know, honest to goodness opinion, because it's not just about the movie sometimes. It's about the mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. So You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And and some of these AMC theaters have newer like 
theaters like the Dolby Theater, which is like I guess designed around Dolby systems and the pictures mm-hmm. there, which it actually is. I mm-hmm. I really kind of thought about that as I was watching the movie or watching Captain Marvel again, and I'm like, you know what, that picture was clearer in the other in the other theater. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and and plus the seats vibrate, so that's fun, and yes. you kind of forget that it happens. And I mean, you're just kind of you're just so immersed in the movie. And I kind of lost right. that, that immersion at this time. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Have, <laughs> I didn't have my my seat vibrating. The, the 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 sound wasn't as booming and the soft whispers. And yeah, it just yeah Dolby. Yeah, get 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 your A list membership first, then go to the Dolby theater because it's free for you for everything so yes that is my that is my pitch for that and um yeah i think the only other thing i, I would like to discuss and let the world know about are the snacks i've been mm-hmm. in some new snacks that they're just hitting the stores there are sun puffs by the makers of sun chips so go get that especially if you like cheesy snacks like i do these sun puffs are made with four cheeses I was not entirely sure if this was true. I read the ingredients. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. four cheeses are there. So checks out. And it's very good. It's very satisfying. Nice. So go go cop that. I almost bought all the bags because I bought one bag and my mother ate all of them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just not going to let her live that down. And um, <laughs> I, I literally only had two. And then I'm like, here, try these. And then the bag disappeared. So Yikes. yeah, I came back like the next day. I was like, did you, uh, did you take my uh, sun chips or my, my sun puffs? And she was like, yes, I did. So I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, I had to go get some more. So <laughs> um, the other snack is our good friend, Ben and Jerry's. They have a new cookie dough flavor or cookie core. And the, the core of the ice cream is sugar cookie. So or sugar cookie dough which is something I've been waiting for for years. Mm-hmm. And I thank them for that. There's also cherry pieces in it, which, you know, I'm indifferent about. I'll still eat it. It's still good. But, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, there are no boulders of chocolate, as we discussed many episodes ago. So mm-hmm. the fudge, the ones that cut up your mouth, those aren't here. I'm happy about that. It's very, yeah. it's very nice. It's, it's good. So go, go snack happy. Awesome. You're you're always the go-to guy. You're the plug for all things snacks. I know that. I, I do what I can. I, I do try to venture out every once in a while, and then maybe I'll post something about what I've eaten. And uh, sometimes I get a response. Sometimes I don't, but that's okay. Sun Chips actually replied to me. They said, I'm, we're glad that you enjoy the Sun Puffs. So I'm like, thank you. So I was you're hoping- famous now. Nice. I, I guess. I'm not famous enough where they'd be like, here, have another bag on us. They didn't do that. Right. Yeah, we need to get you on that level. I, I do. I mean, it only happened one time. They they gave me uh, a snack company gave me free samples of their snack, and then they stopped making that snack, and it was a really good snack. Ugh, don't you hate when that happens? I do. I really, really do. So Tino's Pizza Chips. If anyone has ever had them before, and I think I might have even had a worldwide search starting on this podcast looking for them, until they finally did respond to me. I was like, yeah, we we don't make those anymore which you know broke my heart um, i don't think i've ever had those but they sound delicious and i'm really sad for you they were delicious and <laughs> i i scoured the earth i think i even enlisted you helping me at one point seeing if you can probably in your local stores maybe <clears throat> sorry i did not cry a little bit did you cry oh you're so you're so sweet <laughs> 
so cute. I mean, they somehow embraced the taste of, of pizza on a chip much better than some of these other floozies out here. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm talking about you. Floozies. Yeah. Okay. I like Pringles, but these beet Pringles. And Pringles aren't really a chip. They're a crisp. It says it on the can. They <laughs> What's are the a, difference between a chip and a crisp? A, a potato crisp is like... I guess potato mashed up and then made into a shape, whereas potato chips are thinly, thinly, thinly sliced potatoes that are fried. Ah, so I never would have known that. Yeah, see, I'm serious about my snacks, and you gotta gotta know these things. The thing I still need to learn is how smart food popcorn is made so perfectly, like so round and perfect. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. you get the microwave stuff, you just get these jagged looking, crazy looking my uh popcorns and yeah, like it's it's not as you know complete as a smart food popcorn. I'm telling you, I'm serious about my snacks. Mm -hmm. Not that I'm not that you don't already know. I'm I'm just letting. No, I totally know. Yeah, I totally get it. As a foodie, I have my divisions, and today we're talking about snacks. Maybe next time we'll talk about salmon. So you know, salmon is its own division. We've got fish, and then we have salmon. And then we have other proteins. So that's that's for another day. Another day we'll talk about breakfast because that's a favorite, favorite food. Not a meal. It's just a favorite food because all of it, pancakes, bacon, eggs, all of it. But for another day. Um, so I think what we'll do now is we'll take a quick break. But when we return, I do have a black history fact for you. And I do have, um, do I have Sheboygan news? Yes, I do have Sheboygan news. It's It's adorable, I think. It's, it is adorable. And lastly, well, not lastly. Yeah, we've got some um, spookum zone. It's not really spooky, though. Oh, so spookums that are not really spookum. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to make a new segment, but I just want to say space because it involves space. And, you know, you know how we feel about space. So, yes, it's out to kill us. That, too, it is. Oh, my God. I, I <laughs> Really forgot to recommend uh, recommend uh, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Do check this out or do check out that show. It is eighteen animated shorts. Um, and as as you just said, Death is out to kill us because I think I wanted to text or tweet you one of the stories. Um, it's called uh, Helping Hand. Okay. It, it'll give you the vibes of the movie Gravity. I'm not spoiling anything for you because um, mm -hmm. I mean it's already a short, but still. Yeah, Rem if you haven't, if you, dear listener, have not watched it yet, just remember our conversation. And by the way, this is not for the faint of heart. This, these are shorts for adults, so make sure the kids are in bed. If you're squeamish, mm -hmm. maybe not for you. Um, yeah. If the occasional boob bothers you, it might not be for <laughs> you. Mm -hmm. And vulgar language. Boobs in this? What? <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. Like if it's TVMA, like mm -hmm. with old capital underscore italicized MA. So, hmm. but I mean, all okay. the stories, they're all great. They're all different. Um, all the animation, for the most part, all the animation is different. Some of it looks like cutscenes from a video game, which isn't bad, but they're getting better with that unca uncanny valley, like uh, mm -hmm. escaping it. But it's okay. Still yeah. So, yeah. I've, mm. uh, yeah, I, yeah, I really got nothing bad to say about it, really, because they're all really good in their own rights, all stories. There's a few of them I don't care for, but you know, they're all good. Yeah. So it's it's a high recommendation for me. But I think what we'll do, what we'll do, I think after you see it, we'll have like a special episode all about it, and you know, discuss each story. Okay. So 
Sounds good to me. Yeah, it's a quick watch too. I think maybe maybe two hours, maybe. Yeah, because I think every episode was like eighteen or less, eighteen minutes or less. Right, right. Because I think mm-hmm. even the shortest ones maybe like six minutes. And if you're doing autoplay, oh, yeah, it's like a whole minute shaved off for like credits. So right, hmm. which I watch some of them because I'm like, who voiced that character? And yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna take a break and then we we'll come back our segments of the show right after this on the Indu podcast. podcast hey there friend enjoying this podcast production i bet your sweet buttery face you are i bet you're also thinking how can i support this show and look awesome doing it aside from telling your best pal and all their kin you can head over to indube.com and two clicks later after hitting the store tab you'll find yourself with several fun and fancy swag brought to you by the fine folks at the indube network and Public. if you're a fan of indube Food Fight, or anything under the Indubian sun, you can find it plastered on mugs, hoodies, pillows, cases, bags, and of course, t-shirts. Hurry on over now, and you may catch a sale with all tees 30% off. Seriously, they have sales like every other week. So head on over to Indube.com or tpublic.com, that's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O-M, and type Indube in the search bar and continue to pod with the best. Back. I feel like I was falling. <laughs> Black history. Black history. Black history. Black history. Facts. Our Black History fact for today. Have you ever watched the television program 227? I have. Oh, perfect. I have not. But I am very familiar <laughs> with the show. Like I'm aware of its, of its existence. Uh, ex- except I would, did not know necessarily how it was born. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last episode I kind of gave a teaser to this. I had thought that it was Marla Gibbs who had brought us the show, but she was just a starring character in the show. But she also did help bring the show to its to fruition, basically. Um, it was created by uh, or based off of a play written by Christine Houston, who mm-hmm. is a playwright and a scriptwriter. Uh, she had worked on shows. In fact, she was the first African-American woman to be uh, given a screen or TV credit, TV writing credit for the Jeffersons. So, oh, wow. I yeah. never knew that. Yes. Because um, I was like, I, I know she's got to be a first at something. And that's what her one of her first first things are. Uh, but mm-hmm. she wrote a play based on, I believe, her growing up in... Um, I think it was in New York or Brooklyn um, Mm -hmm. or Chicago. (laughs) I think it was Chicago. Yes, Chicago. And um, her apartment was 227. So she wrote a play based on that. And I believe in her childhood. And Marla Gibbs actually, I think she saw one of the performances and somehow they all got together and started shopping this around to television networks to make it a series. And sure enough, Mm -hmm. it became a series. It became a hit. It was Mm -hmm. around for quite a while. Oh, wow. I never knew that. Yeah. That's pretty great. And she is still with us. She's still doing, um, I believe she's still writing. I think she's mm-hmm. got some, um, I didn't read all of everything that she was doing, but she's she's still basically working and doing things. I think mostly in Chicago, working in the theater department. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, teaching. Yes, she's teaching communication, media, and theater at mm-hmm. Chicago State University. So uh, 
also working on a novel as well. So yeah, nice. she's staying busy. She's staying busy. Like fiction? Um, do, 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 do. Yes, it's called Laughing Through the Tears, which is about a mourning wife losing her husband of many years and mm-hmm. how she deals with it. So hmm. Interesting. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Ooh, and she's uh, also co-wrote a textbook um, called The Screenwriter's Guidebook, Learning from African-American Film and Television Writers. Oh, nice. Right. Wrote that with Christine List. So all you screenwriters out there looking to get into that, uh, I would say take a look at that book. It's kind of of talking to me, too. So I probably should look at that book. (laughs) You should. Go get it. Mm -hmm. So I've got some ideas just kind of piling up. People saying, hey, you should write a show. I'm like, yeah. I thought you did write a show or you started the the uh, treatment for one right yeah i was supposed to right now like one of the main ideas is still on a bulletin board just staring at me like hey one of these days mm-hmm. and and we've we've had a discussion how or you and i i mean we've we've had a discussion how if we don't uh work on that thing or, or attack that idea that it might just go away from us and someone else might grab a hold of it and mm-hmm. run away with it so it happens it does. So I, I, I need to get on that once I make time for it. I was going to say once I have time, but nope, once I make time. Right. Because you we rarely have the time. We always have to make the time. Exactly. Or most times have to make the time. Exactly. And I'd say, you know, for the most part, you and I have both been pretty successful at that because, I mean, you're getting other things done amidst having a busy day job. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we, we, we do what we got to do. Make things happen. So, yeah. I have no excuse why I can't at least write a, out a treatment. So, no, and don't be so hard on yourself. You know, life is life is busy and life is it can be hard. And so we do have to be easy on ourselves, but we also need to not um, be too, too easy on ourselves to where we don't get anything done. This is true. This is true. Like it's a, it's all about balance. And right. Exactly. That's that's, that's actually my part. word for for this season. Really, it's just balance. Making balance. sure I. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I told you that, but just making sure that I take care of things and take care of myself, but um, not be too hard on myself as well. But it, it for real actually is balanced. So it's kind of interesting you said that. Hmm. Oh, look at that. Just uh, look at that. Sensating yeah. Sens- <laughs> as usual. Um, and mm-hmm. the other word that I've been using this year is recalibration mm-hmm. because it's just re resetting myself like okay things got a little wonky back there let's mm-hmm. let's kind of get ourselves back on track and get that balance see mm-hmm. it all together see see mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> yeah um balance which is not always easy to do but that's that's part of what life is all about and rest make sure you get rest because that's yes that's important it has been it it is important because that's a thing i felt that was lacking a little bit just yeah. exhaustion is real stress is real mm-hmm. so, and it'll take you down if you let it yes it will or if you don't or rather if you if you don't harness it <laughs> right if you don't rest it, everything else will take you down like the stress the mm-hmm. life the life will mm-hmm. take you down Yes. So that was our um, our motivational talk, our TED <laughs> talk there, uh, mm-hmm. balance and recalibration and rest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> so hope you took good notes. Up next, we have our Sheboygan news. Good morning, Sheboygan. Now, I decided to read this story instead of the other one I found because I was like, oh, that's sad. 
wasn't sad. It's because a bowling alley is closing after 30 years. So, but I'm going to read a happier one. Aww. Yeah. This one, uh, the headline is Sheboygan duck owner. No, I'm not even going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But oh, you already know it's about ducks. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> when Kelly Broats first got an egg incubator last year uh, for her daughter's pet duck, she didn't know it would even work. But it did work, and the family has successfully brought almost a dozen ducks into the world. Oh, in fact, Aww. it worked so well that the past this past weekend, she says the unexpected happened. One of her ducks, or I'm sorry, one of her eggs produced twin ducks. Aww, yeah. how nice! They have they have automatic best friends. They're like born with their best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. This is a, a rare occasion with uh, I'm sorry, with only a few reported cases from around the world of two ducklings surviving from one egg. Uh, oh, interesting! I didn't know that was a rare thing. Yeah, and uh, I mean, once they kind of broke it down, and and cause I never really thought about it that way. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. They would have to be in one egg. They wouldn't be. Oh like, yeah, okay. Two eggs just plopped out at the same time. That would make them. Yeah, friends. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the ducklings were born on March second. Broach said initially she saw the first duckling, orange-beaked Pip, pop his head out. <laughs> the name is Pip. Um, mm -hmm. popped his head out of the egg. A couple hours later, she said she came back and saw the duckling still struggling to get out of the shell. So she helped a little bit at, oh, oh. as she was moving the shell. However, she noticed that it was a little heavier than usual. Mm -hmm. When she looked inside, she said she saw that there was another little duckling at the bottom. It turned out to be pink beaked squeak. <laughs> so okay. we have pip and squeak. Pip has a orange uh, bill. Pip squeak. Uh, it took a second, there, but yeah, I get it. Took, it. Yeah, it took a little while. Like, <laughs> I get not, it. Hasn't responded like, why yet. Pip and why squeak? <laughs> <laughs> it's because they're twins. I get it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're on the same page now. <laughs> right. Um, and they have both. They both have different beak colors. So one is pink. The other one is mm -hmm. orange. Um, now I do want to skip ahead because I want to talk about the other rare ones. In 2017, Nova and Scotia. Uh, mm -hmm. born from one shell in Canada. And before that, Romulus and Remus uh, were generally public <laughs> as twin ducks born in the United Kingdom. So wow. I think that was both in 2017. So like, again, these are, they're rare. And the only reason why I think we're, or they're noticing them because these are other duck owners of, like, they can mm -hmm. as pets. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, if it happens in the wild, then, you know, we're not really privy to it because... It happens know. in the wild. <laughs> and normally... You don't track that as much, huh? No, not really. Like, they're not keeping tabs uh, on it because, I mean, the ducks that are here in our local park, I don't even know, like, do you, I mean, they must lay eggs, but I don't know where they lay them. I haven't gone looking for them because I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, sorry to be so glib about it, but... <laughs> I've had a interesting relationship with ducks in my past. Don't want to talk about it right now. We'll get into it another time. Oh, is that a sore subject for you? Um, it used to be. I've I've kind of softened uh, my shell about that, so it's it's not as painful. But in the future, I will tell the story of why I'm, I've I've been hardened to to ducks and uh, and the fallout that came from that. So yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to tell that story on the hundredth episode. Hey, so we should probably tune in to that episode, right? Probably should, because it will be streamed live. And if you are in the Connecticut area, then I can just uh, come on out and, and hear it within, you know, among friends. Hey. And, uh, might as well. 
I mean, nice. I'll be there. Yes. Take yes. pictures with me, you know? I mean, who wouldn't want a picture with me? Come on. So, <laughs> so that was the ducks. I thought I had a word, but I, oh, I do have a word, but I don't have it. I don't have the definition up, but I can do that right now. Word watch. Assuage is the word. Ooh, that sounds really fancy. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. to make less intense, usually like an unpleasant feeling or to mm-hmm. ease, um, but assuage. It was used not on me. I was uh, proofreading somebody's um, not uh, a paper or something. They they wanted me to take a look at it because they're like, hey, you're good with words. So I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. So I saw this word. I'm like, ooh, what is this word? I've never seen or heard this word. I didn't know how to pronounce it until they pronounced it for me later because mm-hmm. looking at it, it's spelled A-S-S-U-A-G-E. And mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to call it a sausage because <laughs> <laughs> there's, you know, a lot of the same letters in there. So I I was a little, you know, it's like, oh, and trying to use it in a sentence. I oh, Let me see. I need to assuage these bad feelings. I don't know. But I would just say a sausage, these bad feelings. Oh, my gosh. That's what it looks like. An opportunity occurred to assuage her desires for knowledge. And in that okay. In that instance, it means to satisfy or to fulfill or gratify. So, but yes, nice. assuage, that is your word for the day. That is the word we are watching. And hopefully we can, it might start popping up in, I don't know, TV shows or movies. <laughs> Wishful thinking much, huh? I mean, sometimes it happens. Like whenever like you look at a new, or maybe you, you know someone who's gotten a new car or you get a new car and now all of a sudden you start seeing that car everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe that might it does happen. happen. Yeah, you're correct. It does happen. Right. I'm just trying to make that happen for words. <laughs> so now people just start using assuage for like, oh, I want to say no reason, but like, I just, I just learned this word. Now I'm seeing it. Everyone's using it. So <laughs> I, I can dream. I can dream. You can. You can. But I think that's all of the segments. Oh, yes, I did have a a space thing. But I'm going to take a quick break because this break will be sponsored by Chief, who apparently needs to leave my room. This this Like right now, I'm sure. Like he needs to do it right right now. now. He needs to leave right now. (laughs) He's Mm -hmm. got like food in a bowl that he needs to attend to. So Mm -hmm. he's, he's very upset with me that I put a distance between him and his food. So... I'm going to appease. I'm going to assuage uh, the <laughs> that he has, and and or he's going to assuage his appetite with the food that's waiting for him. So, with that, we will be right back to the new podcast. The Indu Podcast. Hey, dear listeners, just a gentle reminder that you can support the Indube Network by subscribing to the Indube Patreon at patreon.com slash Indube. But hold up, Sterling. I keep hearing about this website. What is Patreon? So glad you asked. Patreon is a membership platform where subscribers can pay, fund, or donate to creators for content. In other words, if you subscribe for a small monthly fee, you can get bonus podcasts, reviews, videos, and just awesome extra goodies from the Indube Network. So all that extra stuff we couldn't fit in this episode they're listening to right now will be on the Patreon? Exactly, and so much more. Oh, really? Well, where does my money go? Well, podcasts cost money. Microphones, conferencing software, and host websites aren't free. So every little bit that a patron chips in helps produce the content they already love and enjoy. And for your contributions, based on how much you give per month, 
we'll unlock more perks to be enjoyed that are created specifically for patrons. Okay, that sounds pretty good. So where do I go again? Patreon.com slash Indube. Browse around. Some posts are free. Most are a dollar. But you're free to do more and you will get more. And we at the Indube Network will certainly appreciate the help keeping the studio lights on. That's for sure. And thank you to the patrons that are already supporting and enjoying all that extra bonus content. Like that one video where you did that one thing you said you wouldn't, couldn't, and shouldn't do. Oh, I know. And I almost got killed to death trying to do it, but I did it and now it's done. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Good times. Thank Chief. So Welcome excited. Back. This uh, podcast is brought to you by Purina Dog Chow. I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> I've got a question for you, or maybe it's a question you've asked yourself, Courtney. Mm-hmm. If the universe is expanding, what is it expanding into? More of itself, maybe? Hmm. It's actually a pretty close. Ha, that's a good answer, right? Yeah, it was. That's right? that's that's just the title of this this piece that I'm going to read to you. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes really? it's the simplest question <laughs> that <Weird>. the most <laughs> complicated answers. What's the speed of dark? I mean, that question right there got just. I love it. What's dark? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. What happened before the Big Bang? Which is a question I've heard before. And mm-hmm. if the universe is expanding, what is it expanding into? The answer to that last question has a short answer and a long answer, but trust us when we say you're going to want the long answer. And since I've already read this, I mm. do agree. <laughs> there, okay. are more, there, are, there are more words in here that probably could be a word watch, but I'm just going to go with it. Here's the short answer. That question doesn't make sense. The universe is everything, so mm-hmm. it isn't expanding into anything. It's just expanding. All the galaxies in the mm-hmm. universe are moving away from each other, and every region of space is being stretched but there is no center they're expanding from and no outer edge to expand into anything else. Did I lose you? A little bit, but that's yeah. okay. I'll <laughs> think about it and be like, Oh, okay. That's what he means. Yeah. I may actually send this to you later. Cause it, I read this during my lunch break and I felt like I lost an hour just like <laughs> having my mind blown and then just putting it back together again. Cause it gets, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it gets deeper. <laughs> um, but that was mm-hmm. a short. Answer. Yeah. I need to like, I need to, that was the short answer. <laughs> yeah. I need to like see, I need to see the words because maybe then they'll make a little bit more sense. Yeah. And probably rereading it too. And I wish I could do impressions because right. I would go do an impression of Neil deGrasse Tyson reading this because oh, yes. his excitement over this would just be just palatable. So, but that doesn't mean that the universe is infinite. That brings us to the long answer. To understand how something could be finite but have no edge, think of the fabric of the universe as the surface of a balloon. As the balloon inflates, the surface stretches and every point on that surface moves away from every other point. But a tiny being on the surface of the balloon could walk forever and never run into the edge of the balloon surface or universe rather. There's no Mm -hmm. edge, yet the balloon universe has infinite or a finite volume. But the balloon is just one example. Scientists aren't actually sure whether the universe is finite or infinite, or even what the shape of the universe is. There are three options, spherical, flat, 
or hyperbolic. That is, it curves upward. Hyperbolic. Hyperbolic. Thank you. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't read this out loud. I just read it to myself. <laughs> yes. Hyperbola. That's how I said it. <laughs> um, evidence from the earliest light in the universe suggests that the second option is on the money. And the universe is, in fact, flat. So that is the first time my, my brain exploded. I know second time my brain exploded. My brain that, that has exploded. I think Thank I lost you for a little for bit because your brain exploded. <laughs> Even if the universe is flat and not <laughs> balloon-shaped, however, it's still easy to think about how it could be finite with no edge. Think about a flat piece of paper. So I don't know if you want to get a paper you know, at home to, to do mm-hmm. this. You could take mm-hmm. two opposite, I'm sorry, two opposing edges and make them touch, creating a cylinder. If a tiny two-dimensional rocket ship traveled from one of those edges to the other, it would arrive back where it started. You could do the same thing in the perpendicular direction. Connect the two ends of the tube together, pretend it's magically stretchy paper for the sake of argument, and create a donut shape, also known as a new word alert, Taurus. That is T-O-R-U-S. Okay. Now your two-dimensional rocket ship could travel anywhere it likes, and it would never encounter an edge, even though your paper, Taurus, has finite volume. But wait, you might be saying. I was not saying this. I was still kind of blown away by A, Taurus, and B, being able to travel without touching an edge. Mm Mm-hmm. But wait, you might be saying, paper is flat. A torus is curved. Isn't that cheating? No. And that's because <laughs> and that's because scientists have a very specific definition for the word flat. When they say flat, they mean, new word alert, Euclidean. That is E-U-C-L-I-D-E-A-N. So mm-hmm. that's that right. Which means that parallel lines always run parallel and the sum of the edges of a triangle is always exactly 180 degrees. That doesn't happen on a sphere or a hyperbola, but it does on a cylinder, a torus, and any other shape you can make out of flat piece of paper. This suggests something kind of exciting. If we live in a flat universe, you could potentially travel in one direction for long enough or build a telescope that can see far enough to end up right back where you started. Even cooler things happen when you think of other weird shapes. Shapes that twist back on themselves could make you arrive back at a mirror image of where you started, for example which mm-hmm. probably the third or fourth time my mind blew up because, wow. Um, but no matter what shape the universe is, it's not expanding into anything. There's nothing outside of the uni- universe because the universe has no edge. And that's the answer to that question. Do you, do you need a moment? So, like, my brain is on fire and it's also imploding and exploding at the same time and it's also just like what and it's also like geek it out a little bit so i I don't have much of a comment right now i understand i understand a lot to process and that's that's why i'm going to email it to you now so you can read it later and kind of you know chew on it um maybe we'll follow up next episode like so yeah about that that universe expanding thing because it is i mean it took me a little while to just like i said to to kind of process mm-hmm. but it explained it in ways that i understood and i learned a couple new words that i might not necessarily work into my voca- vocabulary but we'll see or i can start calling donuts uh tauruses now so there's that <laughs> there you go Kind of, because that's the shape. That's the shape of a donut. But yeah, there, there we have it. Huh. Yes. So that's something to chew on. Um, 
And uh, from from there, from all the space travel, we will continue staying cosmic. And I think we're just going to go ahead and go into Captain Marvel because there's really no other segue I can think of to get there. Let's do it. Yes. So again, if you have not watched it yet, what is get your life together and get out there. And um, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you've seen it, we'll just jump right in. And I think we'll start at the very beginning, which I immediately like geeked out and teared up because the Marvel intro is one of the best tributes so far I've seen. Oh my gosh. And Lee. Yes, it was so good. Oh, it was so good. Like, I was just like, really? Is this how we're starting, guys? Really? Okay, cool. I'm I'm here for it. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? But also continue, please. Thanks. Yes, yes. And I wouldn't be mad if they did it for Endgame. I'm going to say that now. I don't know if they would. I know, yeah, I don't know. I because, wouldn't be mad, though. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be mad, because that, that movie is working on a whole nother level. Like, I think I saw somebody tweet out, like, did we even need any trailers for Endgame? And I'm like, no. No, we, we didn't. I still, And you know what? I'm glad, because I do this thing where I just, I'll watch the first trailer of a movie, like mm-hmm. Endgame, but I will um choose not to watch like any subsequent trailers because i don't want anything to be given away and i've heard that nothing is given away uh with these newest trailers but i still just don't want to watch so i'm actually pretty glad that there were no trailers it was it was different because that goes against kind of like marketing (laughs) but especially these days yes right especially these days but they know that everybody who saw infinity war is going to go see Endgame. And right. maybe even some people who didn't see Infinity War for whatever crazy reason, they're gonna they're gonna be there. So um so I, I just I was pretty, you know, you kind of gave me a warning about that before I saw it, before I mm. saw Captain Marvel. But I was just like, yeah, it is kind of noticeable that they did not hype up Endgame right yeah. before Captain Marvel. It's very interesting. I, I found that very interesting as well. And it was also like I didn't mind it at all. Like no, no, great, don't. Because we know they got our money already. We know yeah. that. Like for some of us, um, and I will admit, I'm part of this camp too. This was a prequel or something that was going to set us up for Endgame, and like I, I did, I definitely wanted to see this, regardless if it was connected to Endgame at all. But mm-hmm. a lot of people knew it was like, okay, this is like the last puzzle piece before Endgame because that's what we're all waiting for. How you know this ends? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally, haha. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it actually was. And that's one of the ways I, I described it to you as well, that this felt like, you know, puzzle, a puzzle piece and things just falling into place. Like, oh, that's why uh, mm-hmm. Fury's got his uh, got his eye patch because mm-hmm. uh, because of a flurkin, which I still have not looked up just, you know, on Wikipedia like I do, like a nerd. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've not done that yet, but I will. I, I came from the theater, as I said earlier today, to rewatch it. And I'm like, oh, that's what I forgot to do just to get more information of a flurkin. Do they always, you know, come in the shape of a cat? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will I will do the research. I don't need people giving me information and tweeting at me, blah, 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 blah. Because sometimes I do need to tell people that. I think that was one of my pet peeves from last episode. Whereas I say, I don't know something. And then people start telling me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that and that actually the first time that happened, it was involving Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And it was announced. And I said, I don't want to know anything about Captain Marvel. I want to. I want the movie to tell me. And little than like less than like 10 minutes later, somebody tweeted like a whole backstory of who she was. I'm like, Ugh, literally people. 
reading listening cover. and reading are totally required in order to commune with us yes, <laughs> you've please. got to like you'll get blocked just for that so yes. please please keep your help to yourself please in this case all people all scrolls all Cree, please just keep it to yourself um that's also something i'm just gonna just jump around that i liked the uh how the scrolls weren't the bad guys. Like we've been mm -hmm. the, I mean, even other lore has tell told us that they yeah. are the enemies and yeah. it was so nice to see Ben Mendelsohn, who is an actor I've been really like championing since um, bloodline, a, a very melodramatic. I mean, it was dripping with, with drama on um, mm -hmm. uh, Netflix. It's only like three seasons, but watch it for Ben Mendelsohn because he He's been robbed of some like awards for some great acting, and he is great in this. He is the lead scroll leader, uh, mm -hmm. who we think is the villain, and he isn't. He's just trying to get, he just wants his kids back, he just wants to get to his family. So I, I liked that twist on that because I, I was, uh, you know, expecting him to be, you know, just a ruthless killer, but then like he's mm -hmm. got a sense of humor. I, I like this. Didn't. I know that was a good twist. It was. It, it took me a while to really trust him though, because I was like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> listen, he he's a scroll. I, listen, I don't know, but you're not sure wrong. Enough, I was too. Yeah, sure enough, he wasn't the bad guy, and it was interesting how they how they changed that up for everybody. So yes, and but I liked it. I, I liked that. Um, and I guess I started to suspect that Jude Law's character wasn't on the up and up where, you know, mm -hmm. the trusting mentor figure that he allegedly supposed to started being. So, or we were yeah. to leave. So I, I kind of got that inclination when he was uh, telling uh, Ronan, I don't know if he was at accuser level yet, but Ronan, he's telling him where, like, oh no, we don't know where she is when obviously they did because they were tracking her. So, right. I'm like, hmm, right. there's something fishy going on here. Well, the fact that he was working with Ronan too, like, that's pretty, I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. He's Ronan's a bad guy. He is, he is. And why is he always carrying that hammer? Is that it? Has that ever been explained? That's his thing. It's his thing. Get off, uh -huh. of, get, get out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like, I mean, he's. It's not like a like a Thor hammer or a scepter that I don't does it have any power? I know you I, told me just to leave it alone, but well it might. I don't I actually don't know about him. I've never was, seen it do anything, so I feel like it doesn't, but I, I'm not a comic book person, so I could be very wrong. So hmm. please do not at me. <laughs> <laughs> I might accept a couple ads. Like after two or three. That's the other problem I have sometimes too. I'll, I'll ask a question <laughs> and then I'll get yeah. like twenty of the same answer. I'm like, okay, okay, can got it. Got it. Thanks. Yeah. Do we know how Twitter works? Can you like check and then you can see that it's been replied? Like someone has answered the question, but you I still. I think that's how it works. Uh, yeah. Sterling, uh, from what I've heard, you know, I don't know. I'm not on there every day or anything. I don't know because even like an hour later after the, I've, the question's been asked and answered, people will still continue to answer the question as if it hasn't been answered. Mm -hmm. Because they, because, because reading is, yeah. Right. Check the replies. That's what, that's all I'm saying is just check the replies first. Yeah. And then you can put in your two cents if you need to still right if it's been an hour nobody said anything then go for it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let it rip but otherwise you know yeah. read right and i'm looking for an answer if i'm saying don't answer this question then don't answer the question mm -hmm. but yes anyway wrote in the accuser if he's accusing <laughs> why does he have a big hammer for accusing um i don't know if i've ever seen him accuse anyone like you stole the milk so i don't know <laughs> 
You you have to read the comics for that ass. I, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I just waiting waiting for it in movie form for him to accuse someone or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's working with with Ronan the Accuser or whatever status he's at at this point because it is the nineties. Yeah. The, also, did you notice that Ronan was he looked different and he I was like, he's probably a different actor. So I'm wondering though, I didn't do the research. Do you know if it was a completely different actor? It was the same actor. Ronan? Same actor. Was it? Yeah. No, Lee Pace. Lee Pace. No, shut up. So why did he look different? Oh, he didn't have like the black like running eyeshadow. Or it may, ha- may have been that. I mean, he still was super moody and just like totally. He was almost definitely emo. So he's really emo. Okay, yeah. So is the same, same person though? Same person. But you're right. What? He did look a little different. Maybe he I was gonna say a little younger. younger. Yeah, yeah, younger. He just looked younger and he didn't have the menacing mascara, you know, running down his cheeks like he was crying or something. So well, maybe that was it. He didn't accuse as much back then. So, you know, that comes <laughs> so with more accusations. Yeah. yeah, the more the more you accuse people, the more the more older you look, the more like I think he'll he'll get like tribal tattoos like I've accused sure. 20 people today and you know <laughs> So I get more tattoos. You get more tattoos and they'll just know by the look on his face, like, oh wow, you've <laughs> dealt out a lot of accusations. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I have. And you know, so I think it's Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. I think that's the one he's in. So I might have to go watch that one. <laughs> just, to, just to see. Because not only that one, um, oh my god, I, I I'm blanking now suddenly. Uh the black guy. Um, Dejan Houston, I believe his name is. Might be pronouncing Ooh. his name right wrong. I'm not sure. But he is also in that because he is first encountering uh, Peter Quill, and uh, and he's mm. trying to say I'm, I'm Star Lord, and he's like, "Who?" And yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god, I couldn't remember which movie I saw him in, and it was Guardians. Duh. Ah, it's all, it's all coming to you now. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's all coming together. Jeez, that's all. Like I, I knew that movie. I knew him as an actor, and I knew that he was in one of the Marvel movies, but for some reason I could not place him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, it'll come to me later in some form or fashion because I'm in the middle of Captain Marvel, and that's probably why it's not coming to me. Right, and You're here we are in that story. Right. Right, right. And oh my gosh. It's a puzzle piece. This movie is a puzzle piece. Just, <gasps> just oh my gosh. The Thank place. You. you have saved me. We we get a young, fresh Coulson, you know, before he gets, you know, <laughs> yeah. Jaded. Young fresh uh Fury too. Mm-hmm. Still still happy, still singing, dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that happens at the end, singing some some yeah. marlettes there. Mm-hmm. So um I was gonna say a a younger Stan Lee, but not really. But I mean, that was a great cameo too. That that one made me. It really was. Yeah. It made me kind of tear up. I was like, there it is. Oh, he's in this one. No. there he is. Was that really him? It was really him. And okay. what I really loved about it was that he was reading the script from All Rats, which he has a cameo in that movie. Which okay, okay. Just came out sometime in the nineties. I don't know if it was ninety five or ninety six. Oh, oh, okay. But, that's oh, that's even better. But yeah, he does have a pretty pretty good role in that, where he does talk to one of the main characters. So him practicing his lines for that in this movie, Aww. like oh, it's so. I was going to say so meta, but I guess that works too. It's it's great. Yeah. Or some level mm-hmm. the levels the levels that cameo made just touched my nerdy heart it really did and i didn't even know that about about the movie so or the the other movie mall rat so mm-hmm. yeah I would, i'd almost say it's worth watching but if you are a kevin smith fan if you're a kevin smith fan you've already seen it mm-hmm. but if mm-hmm. you're not or you don't really care i don't know it's it's weird i'm not 
I think it depends on the audience. Like if if you liked Clerks, if you've seen Clerks, <laughs> then you probably, you'd probably like Mallrats. But um, yeah, it's he's got a he's got a special brand of humor. But I've I've always liked his work ethic. I actually liked his humor. I like his movies. So mm-hmm. I think one of them I haven't seen, and I actually mm-hmm. did see Jersey Girl, and I liked Jersey Girl, and I'm that is a hill I am going to die on. <laughs> that's just right, for those I'll mark it down. Yeah, apparently that's his worst movie, but I am here to defend it. <laughs> I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all I'm going to say for that. We're going to move on. Um, what are some key moments in the movie you liked? The one that really stands out to me, and I think I, this got me with the with one of the trailers for Captain Marvel, was the kind of the montage where she it started when she was a young a youngin, and she fell down, and then she was like playing baseball or t-ball, and she fell down and got back up, and then she was a young a young person in probably boot camp and you know was trying to climb the rope and fell down and how it was just this montage of her falling down but she kept getting back up and so then it shows her present day where she is you know one captain marvel and she's dealing with the i think they called it the intelligence when she's Mm -hmm. on she's in space at this point but she's 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 communing with the um the intelligence and how the intelligence is like what is given to you can be taken away you ain't your own what are you thinking girl but she's like this that was her falling point and like she tried to get out and she fell down um while while she was with the intelligence and so that whole montage just really got me i'm like mm. oh my gosh how powerful is this imagery and how awesome it is to see like she because because even like I didn't know much about or anything really about Captain Marvel before seeing the movie and I kind of kept it that way um because I wanted to watch the movie um but then I you know I watched um because I didn't know if she was human I didn't know if she was um like human plus and we know now that she's human plus right and you know i just didn't really know kind of anything about her so to see that she was still very human and even up to a point she was just human but like with a little extra something mm-hmm. um and how she became human plus and really owned um was able to break free of um the little implant device that they held her prisoner Right. with um essentially and, and just how she broke free from that and became actually captain marvel i just that part oh it was just it was great it was it great was. because you know the the to me the beginning of the movie was a bit slow um it had a lot of character and world building to do so you know sometimes that can be kind of a drag um <laughs> it, 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 you're right it, it can be because it's not it, sometimes it's it does action to... packed. Yeah, right. it's just a little slower, and well, it was good, but it was just it's just a little slower. But then um, it, it was it was worth it because of that build up. Um, it was a slow build up, in my opinion. But then when we got towards the climax and the end of the movie, it's just like, oh, this is this is it right here. This is mm-hmm. worth it. And then to see her in oh. her all her full glory, like mm-hmm. literally, like the fact that her being human and having emotions mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. a um, it wasn't a fault. It like right. her trainer was saying it actually worked for her. Um, just so good. And, and one so of the other good. moments is like when she uh, was falling down to earth, and then all of a sudden she kind of like was kind of flailing around, but then she centered mm-hmm. herself, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden like, she like let herself fall. And then she's like, okay, get it together. Oh, oh, so good. Yeah, so good. I, I got it. So and good. 
the first time I saw it and I left the theater, I was just feeling I was feeling energized like I was hurt. And I mm-hmm. I think I might possibly have like a new favorite superhero character because I, I don't mm-hmm. really have too many of them. But like when I was a kid, I've always wanted powers that she has. And I never knew about her or the powers that she had. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, it wasn't until this movie that I knew too much about her. I, like, I knew a little bit about Miss Marvel. And the only way mm-hmm. I knew about her is because I knew about Rogue, because that's how okay. in the comics, and I think even the first animated series, uh, it's, I mean, which follows the comics pretty well, but like, that's how she got her powers by, I think, being a little too, I was going to say too handsy with uh, Miss Marvel, <laughs> but ah. I think she held on too long, and that's how she oh. was able to, able to get flight. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, th- I believe so. I mean, the the person I'm thinking of that could definitely give you the story straight is um, Victor, who from Megasheen, who's been on this podcast, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. great comic book fan and geek and can just lay it all out for you. And I believe mm-hmm. they even had a special about um, Captain Marvel. I think they at least maybe had two special episodes, one about the movie and then one about the character. But I specifically stopped the podcast when they started talking about her because I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. So I had, had nothing to do with them is like you're talking about things i don't want spoiled for me so i'm sorry you guys are great but this is where i leave you so so if anything i can yeah. go back and go and listen to it now so they can give me the whole story but yes that um that she's basically all i don't want to say all powerful but she's very powerful and that's the kind of power where i can just you know shoot power from my hands i would just love to do that and just do things like that and fly and i guess maybe even have my hair glow looking like a super saiyan which oh i know i just jumped i want to another... do that oh yes that was so cool <laughs> i would like to see you do that because <laughs> i could do that i have you, enough hair for you, it you do that's why i want to see it because i'm like I, I need to see all of your hair and all to, all of his full, full glory i mean i've seen it before but not flying glowing like that so that's something that um, i'm gonna need you to encounter a tesseract sometime soon no yeah. not a tesseract you have to be oh, like this sounds energy. terrible. I have to, well, I have to like be able to harness energy itself. So I'm I'm yes. really working on that. Right, right. Because what I was basically what I almost said is like I need you to get blown up by uh, an engine that's powered by a tesseract, and that's dangerous. Yeah, I don't want to do that because I may not survive it, and I don't want to take that chance. You know, well, you know, Captain. Well, she wasn't Captain Marvel then, but like Carol survived. So well, but she has she's she's human plus. I don't know that I'm human plus, and well, I don't want to take that chance. You know, she's human plus now, but she was just a regular, like a regular. I don't know if she was regular then, because otherwise, how would she be able to sustain that? I feel like she was human plus then, and that's why she did not die when she should have blown up to pieces. But mm-hmm. hey, that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, we we may have to consult with Victor with that one. So. Because, yeah, I thought she was just, you know, regular human. Then the plus came from the explosion. See, when I, yeah, okay, so I see what you're saying. But I feel like if she was, I feel like because she is human plus, mm-hmm. like by birth, she is able to harness the energy and she's able to, I think it, I, I Wikipedia this after the movie, like during the credits. And so I was like, or Wikipedia said she was like, she's able to, oh goodness, I'll have to look it up, but like harness energy and uh, maybe even convert it or something. And I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I thought it was something like that. And I'm like, okay, that's a human, human plus feature. If you're able to do that, because otherwise normal humans will not be able to sustain that and they'll just like disintegrate. So 
That's what I call human plus. I don't call it human plus after they're able to do all these cool things. Like, I feel like. Or super powered. Right. I feel like she's able to do that now, or she was able to do that, you know, when she obtained her powers to begin with because she's human plus. Mm. I see what you're saying. But yeah, they'll have to follow up with that because. Yeah, we'll have to consult the experts on that, though. So yeah, we'll we'll put a pin in that one. We'll come back to it. I wanted to check, which I just did now, and it it actually did not apply. I was checking the Kent test from Clarkisha Kent um, because we had a number of people of color, but her test particularly has women of color having mm-hmm. a conversation. So we didn't have mm-hmm. that just because there hasn't been. I mean, there's two uh, actresses that are um, women of color, but they mm-hmm. weren't in any scenes together. So. Her test is well, not. There were three. There were three actresses. Oh, yes. We forgot the little girl, um, Monica. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry, Monica, or the actress that plays Monica. I don't have the, mm-hmm. I don't have the, uh, the list, the cast list in front of me. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that would apply then, if it's a mother daughter thing. I don't, know, I don't think it does because they, they can't be related. But the other one, which I should know by heart now, the when two women are in a scene together, as long as they're not talking about, I believe, shopping or men or love or something to that effect. And yeah. I believe it passed that test with flying colors because there's multiple scenes with multiple women. And I mean, Cheryl doesn't even have a love interest in this movie. So, right, which is beautiful. Yes, so it was amazing. very refreshing. Yes. Just be, be her. Yes. She just be. She just be. <laughs> Although Without I, the need of someone to fall in love with. Right. Although I did hear on a podcast today, which I thought was pretty interesting, is that she's also still suffering from um, uh, post-traumatic stress because of the explosion mm. or even because of the memory loss. That's true. Yeah. And she's still trying to find herself and know who she is. So she's got other things that she's dealing with. Not saying that that doesn't that keeps you from looking for love. I'm just glad that that wasn't uh, something else that was in this movie. Cause yeah, that's true. I kind of good. I don't, don't really need all that. Like um, I'm, I'm even that way with some sitcoms that I watch. Like, why do we have to make these couples or these couples? Why do we have to make these characters be together? Why can't they just be? And right, they can just be okay. They can just be. Yes. I don't, I don't need a, will they, won't they storyline or plot line in this. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. So, but yes, I'm happy about that. Um, with some other things uh, we talked about Carlson. Um, Oh man, there's something that was just on the on the tip, but I don't remember what that is. I'm I'm really glad that the tesseract came back, so it, they didn't have to make up something. He was like, "Oh, there's the tesseract again." So it made me have to go research, <laughs> like how did it get there? And I think mm-hmm. through Wikipedia, it was uh, Howard Stark who found it at the bottom of the ocean. They, I guess, were doing tests with it, and apparently Marvel working within. Not necessarily Shield, but just all of the organizations. She acquired it to do whatever testing she wanted to do with it. Mm-hmm. So apparently, that's how she got it. And now, or I want to say now, but it like, and then it ended up with um with Shield proper with uh, Nick Fury, and then we next mm-hmm. see it in um, Avengers. So that I mean, I just love how they. Some of it was kind of like. Uh, okay but like I did not like you know how they I I was wondering how they were going to um tie in Captain Marvel um and so like with with Fury and his eye patch was kind of like I was okay with that how Mm -hmm. they named the Avengers I was all right with that there was a couple of things which of course I can't remember right now was like okay 
Um, but the Tesseract, I didn't, I didn't see that one like that did I. being when an it, Easter egg. You know, that was pretty cool. Right. When it was revealed, that was the core. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. the core. Oh, that's awesome. It's so good. It's, it's there. And then, then that's what made my, the wheel start turning. Like, wait, where would, did we, I thought it was at the bottom of the ocean. And then they found it at, you know, some time in the two thousands, but then that's when I had to right. go do research to find out. So I'm like, okay. It makes sense. It checks out. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. they had to have done their homework because they're thorough like that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I I applaud them. They mm-hmm. they did a good job. I really just I had fun with this movie. This was fun. Yeah, like it may not have been like earth shattering or groundbreaking as like Black Panther or um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones that kind of or even um, Infinity War where that was just epic on another level this was this was fun i liked it i enjoyed it i had a good time i All went right. back the time and it was kind of a different uh pace than the other ones so it it was just nice it was refreshing uh just, mm-hmm. I just loved it yes yes um i will confess during the second showing and i know you, you said it was kind of slow in the beginning i agree um i may have dozed off for a little while <gasps> you didn't i did but i'm so ashamed I, I'm a little ashamed too, but I it wasn't very long. It was, it was maybe like maybe two minute naps, mm. at least three of them. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but understand, I, I worked hard today. It was it was a long day at work, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I got to a like a couch in a dark room, and <laughs> then I just boop, just just, just fade away. <laughs> Is that what you did? Boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> and then it goes, oh, my God. And because the second time I missed the cameo, I miss Stanley's cameo um, there. Wow. I actually missed quite a bit. Now I think about it. I may have missed maybe like a half an hour, 45 minutes. It is a two hour mm-hmm. movie. So there's there's quite a bit. But the fact that I've seen it already, I know what I missed. So it's all good. It's all good. I only fell asleep because I was tired from work, not because of the movie. There's many other movies that I wish I had fallen asleep on. I'm looking at you, Medea. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the new one. I've heard the Medea family funeral is terrible. So that's just what I heard. And that's from other fellow black folk, just not, you know, some regular people. So mm-hmm. I thought I had an interest in seeing it. I'm just, I'm just saying this is, I just saying. So that's, that's all I got to say. Um <laughs> I did like the uh, both end credits. The first one, of course, being that exact lead up, like right there to end game. Mm-hmm. Wondering if as soon as he paged her, it just took her a little while to travel. Right, I mean, right. I know you haven't seen it yet, like until you go back to watch it again, but her suit has changed a little bit. So. Okay, because I remember you saying something about that. Right. And her hair is a little different too, but like on her suit, it she's is. got like, a couple more patches or stripes of gold. Okay. So, no. Um, and she is present in the new trailer that you haven't seen, but that's okay. I'm just, just saying that she's there since it's out there. Um, but you're not missing anything still. So you're good. Okay. Um, but she does look different, right? She looks, her, her person looks different. She does. She doesn't look like she aged much. And I'm thinking maybe that's like just the test, the test rack, but yeah, the, the power within her just maybe, her. yeah, okay. you know, keeping her young, mm-hmm. strong. How about it? Um, yeah. So I think that that is doing it. And I'm wondering if maybe the hair looking a little flatter, like, <laughs> flatter, like there's Less flatter. Color. It's there's little streaks in it or, a little bit. I thought, um, yeah. I thought maybe that's, you know, because of space travel. 
uh, the gamma rays he probably flies through and, mm-hmm, you know, sure. the, the things you, you encounter when you're in space. When you're in space with no, like, protective gear. Right. Or, or a little protective gear. Yeah. Or you got that aura just around you all the time. So, yeah, you know, that's all you yeah. have. So right. you get really close to some of the stars in the sun. So, of course, it's going to bleach <laughs> your hair a little bit and straighten Obviously. It. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's going to happen when you, mm-hmm. you've got power sourcing or cord, whatever, just surging. That's the word I'm looking for. Surging mm-hmm. throughout your body and your hair, making it fly. And mm-hmm. everything. So yeah, that's gonna happen. Um, so there's that scene of just her appearing and like where's Fury? And I'm like, Yes, where's Fury? Find Where out Where is he? Yes. Oh well well, she she don't know yet. Right, she doesn't know yet. So <laughs> I'm excited to I'm excited. Um, then we have the very last one, which I felt was really good. Like I got a good chuckle out of it because sometimes it could be hit mm-hmm. or, hit or miss of um goose yes <laughs> uh regurgitating uh-huh. the tesseract on, on uh-huh. fury's desk like it was not a big deal and i thought it was pretty pretty That's pretty, pretty funny. great so, yeah then cut to black so i'm like well done well done marvel you did it again i didn't stay around this time the second time because i knew what it was and i'm like i'm let me just get out of here now not that i was gonna fall asleep i was wide awake by then i had a pretty good nap uh-huh. so yeah it was good to go so yeah that was uh Captain Marvel. Definitely worth seeing a second time, third time, maybe after a nap so that we don't miss anything like certain people Mm -hmm. that we know or have snacks, something, Mm -hmm. something to help you stay awake if you come right right on work. So right, 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 right. right. Yeah, I think that that, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, recommended. Definitely. So do you have any um, not necessarily Captain Marvel thoughts, but just general thoughts, anything you just, you know, to close to wrap up? Well, just uh Check me out and at me at IMK Hinton on the Twitters. And we can talk in detail about Captain Marvel's hair and other things <laughs> that we noticed in the movie, obviously, than her physique. So, right, right. Other things we may have missed or missed out. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Oh, my goodness. We didn't even talk about uh, Maria Rambo at all. We didn't even mention her name. Let's mention her name, Let's Maria min- and Monocle Flippin' Rambo. Yes. Okay. I mean, she flew that jet in and out of space around. Someone bloop, bloop. De- someone described that scene um, when she was around in the mountains um, as uh, pod racing from <laughs> yeah from Star Wars. I actually uh-huh. thought of a different Star Wars reference. I thought of uh, Luke uh, blowing up the Death uh, the Death the Death Star because uh, mm-hmm. that seems similar to me that way. But still. She owned that ship, so she did, and got them there and back safely. Exactly. So she did not just play sidekick. She she had her own. She, she did the thing. She, did she the really thing. did. She did. So, kudos to her. And I am. I cannot wait to see what. I mean, because Endgame will take place now. Monica is probably an adult now. That's what we're waiting for to see what happens. I know Captain yes. Marvel, proper uh, Caver- yeah, Carol Danvers, probably still needs like maybe one more movie before we, she might share the mantle or pass on the mantle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be that bad because they're already you know friends and connected to their family already. So it's all in the family. So for her to pass it down, I just, I just want to see how Monica will get her powers because she's here. We know she's here. Mm-hmm. Her. So that's we do. That's something to look forward to. I just don't know when, but yeah. Okay. Now we can, now we can wrap it up. I, I, I just, I would feel remiss. I would feel horrible if we did not talk about Maria and or Monica. So we've got them in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that does it for the Indu podcast. You can follow me on all things Indu. 
or at Indube. Go to Indube.com to find the Patreon, subscribe for more perks, and find my tea public store. By the way, I, I got a great idea for a 100th episode t-shirt. Um, so keep a lookout for that. I have not even designed it yet. I'm still designing it in my head. But okay, nice. I'm hoping maybe I'll wear it that night. We'll see. Um, please rate, comment, and share the pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Thank you so much for supporting, listening, stopping by, and pressing play. Tell someone you value that you value them and live for the folks you love. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall <laughs> off. No! Excelsior! <laughs> Tom's five, apparently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>if you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon, if you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Use your words, Chief. <laughs> Good boy. This has been another... 3SFX Production.